Not a single buyout offer made and no date to give flood-damaged homeowners in Auckland certainty. Auckland Council started contacting homeowners today, but instead of giving them a category that will determine their home's long-term future, the council is seeking more information from residents, including asking them what they think should happen with their homes. That's despite senior government ministers warning the council to give people certainty ASAP. The government's joint voluntary buyout scheme means property owners get one of three classifications. Category 3 means it's unsafe to rebuild and owners will be offered a buyout. Category 2 homes may need further council flood and resilience measures. Murawai resident Maria Copens was one of the first people to get a council email with an update on the risk assessment process. I don't think that we expected anything different from council than we got. What was confusing was that government seemed to think that we would get something different from council. Geotech assessments of Moodywai's major slips are still underway and aren't due for completion until August. The most difficult thing is that we haven't really been told honestly what the timeline's going to be. And obviously there's a lot of anguish while families wait to learn whether they're ever going to be able to go back to their house. So the humane thing to do would be to speed up the process as much as possible and get to a point where people can move on or move back in. Auckland Council's Group Recovery Manager, Matt Tucker, says they've sent out 391 letters to homeowners today. Today we have begun to give homeowners some indication that we consider them to be high risk. So the group of people that we've communicated with over today and tomorrow, around about 700 homeowners, they will now know that we consider them to be high risk. Um, And in particular, those uh, in flood-affected areas will now have some feedback on a timeline for us to begin to move to the next phase of, you know, confirming whether they're in either Category 2 or Category 3. A couple of things there. You say 700 homeowners. So of those 700 homeowners, you you anticipate all of them are either Category 2 or 3? We've done our absolute best with the information that we have to hand. And, and I've got to stress that this isn't an exact science and it's extremely difficult in, in Auckland's urban environment to go straight to uh, a precise list of Category 3 homes. Um, what we're trying to do with the best means we can is, is get to that list as quickly as possible. But equally, I don't want to make mistakes. I, I don't want to go too quickly when the science and the engineering isn't developed enough and, and, and have people in the category that they shouldn't be in, a worse category than they should be in. Matt, I'm just seeking some clarification here. The council has told us that you sent out 391 letters today. You were talking about 700 households. So what is the total number of properties that you anticipate are in a high-risk category, two or three? Is it 700? Yeah. So category three, uh, the the highest risk category, there's more letters to go out tomorrow. So when we finished with the this first tranche of letters, we're going to have sent out about 700 by the end of tomorrow, give or take. We are trying within that 700 to narrow down category three. This is our attempt to get to category three. Okay. And then beyond that, how many additional homes would fall into category one who also need some level of certainty? 
yeah, sorry, there's a there's a category in between, which is category two. Um, very difficult to be specific on those numbers, Lisa, at, at this point. We, I mean, I can tell you that we expect to communicate with about 3,000 homes over the next couple of weeks. Um, if I take those numbers to the, the, the next level, conversations with the insurance industry indicate that they've had way in excess of 10,000 insurance claims. So it's big scale that, that we're trying to boil down here. The thing is, for these homeowners, they are no clearer today than they were yesterday. That is fair, that comment, isn't it? No clearer today. No, I don't think it is fair. I I think I answered that question. That was one of the first questions that you asked me. Today, they know that they are in a high-risk category. 700 homes by the end of tomorrow will know that we... Do you not think, Matt, that on the evidence of the condition of their property, whether they were red-stickered, they will have made that assessment assessment that they're relatively high-risk? The information that is critical to them is whether they will be offered a buyout. Why is the council taking so long to identify which homeowners will be offered a buyout as Category 3? Yeah. So the the placard system, Lisa, so the the red-stickered homes, red yellow and white um, don't directly correlate to the categorization system that was recently announced by the government. So categories one, two and three. So it's, it just isn't that straightforward to, to pick up, uh, uh, to, 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 to take a home that's been red stickered and, and just put that red stickered home in category three. So has the, anyone been offered a buyout today? No, no, Lisa, nobody's been offered a buyout today, and, and that was your second question. Um, there's still lots of work to be done with central government on how to treat Category 3 homes. Um, Auckland and the other regions of New Zealand, where we're not alone here, are still working with central government on how that buyout will work and what central and local government's contributions will be. Yes, and people do understand that. The details of how the buyout will be split, how the value of the homes will be assessed, people understand that is still to come. But in Hawke's Bay, for example, homeowners have been told which category they fit in within a number of weeks. Why is it that Auckland Council cannot do this in a speedier fashion? Yeah. It's a considerably different environment here, Lisa. You're talking about the difference between a a rural, a largely rural environment and an an urban environment. Um, Mapping and managing the engineering and the science uh, behind floods in in Auckland's urban environment is entirely different to, let's say, a question around whether a stock bank um, has not performed and a number of houses were flooded and... There's a somewhat binary answer to that question. You know, you rebuild the stock bank and and those houses won't flood again, or you don't rebuild the stock bank and those houses will flood. Considerably more difficult in Auckland. Um, We're almost, and and this is a similar situation in the Hawke's Bay, this is it's heavy touch. It's home by home by home. Hundreds or thousands of properties are going to have to be inspected in Auckland one by one. You get into conversations about individual floor levels. You know, if you if you go along any particular street that has flooded, um, it, it isn't a simple answer to every house in that street should that street flood again. Different floor levels in different houses make a considerable difference. 
And that is Auckland Council's Group Recovery Manager, Matt Tucker. He says there is no time frame for when the classifications will come out, where homeowners will get their categories.